Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, the next evolution of the long-running YouTube series of the same name, the show that discusses life and all manner of topics in a most vulnerable state. Welcome, everyone. In this episode, we're going to talk about love, family, friends, and yes, even romance. This was a really personal one for me. At this point in my career, I hadn't divulged much about my personal life, especially my personal romantic life, but the whole point of The Naked Truth was to bear it all, metaphorically, and with the help of therapy, I felt secure enough and in a place where I could actually talk about it. It was scary, but it was just the tip of the iceberg. Before we jump into that, okay, let's take a trip back in time and revisit The Naked Truth on Love. Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome to another episode of The Naked Truth. This is Trisha Hirschberger here. And um, yes, for those of you who missed last week's episode, the very first episode, I vlog naked with no makeup on. Um, And thank you to everyone who said, um, who gave me the constructive criticism to please look at the lens, not the viewfinder. Um, Let's see, uh, the one that I noticed was um, Gonzalo Gotti said, humble feedback, looking at the tiny screen instead of the camera directly kind of breaks the vehicle for vlogging, tongue stick out. We are not the screen, but the lens. Thank you for saying that. Um, And I hope that I do better this time and moving forward. So it actually covered up the viewfinder. Um, So (laughs) if at any point there is any kind of um, inappropriateness showing, I'll have to censor bar that. Um, but that's okay. Um, and it was funny to me that Nathan Wills said, uh, although I agree, I think she was just worried some nipple would show and have to redo the video. That, sir, is accurate. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so this is the second episode and I got so many, uh, great ideas from you guys as to things to vlog about in the future. And, um, one of the things that was mentioned over and over and over and over was vlog about love and relationships, um, and scenes that Valentine's Day just passed, I thought, well, love is timely. Um, and also it's not something I really talk about on SourceFed a lot. Um, I mean, everyone who watches SourceFed will know that I'm pretty hush-hush when it comes to my personal life and my relationships. And uh, so this is kind of a special treat for people that subscribe to my personal channel and watch my vlogs. Um, so I want to start off by saying that I, I don't mean just love as in romantic love or sexy time love. Uh, that's a whole other separate thing. Um, but I mean it in that, you know, it's, it's love that you share with your family and your friends too. Um, and I know that I just mentioned Valentine's Day, but... I think Valentine's Day is a very important day to spread the love to your family and friends as well as your romantic relationships. So um, I ask that everybody go out today and do something to show that you have extra love in your heart uh, for someone today. If you choose to make that uh, some sexy time, that's your prerogative. Um, But if you choose to make it like a pay it forward type of thing, please leave whatever happens down in the comments below. And I feel like it might be really uplifting for everyone to uh, read what each other's out there in the world doing good to share the love. Um, And then as far as romantic relationships and that kind of thing goes, um, the reason that I never share my personal dating life on SourceFed or I try to keep it to a minimum is uh, mostly because heartache sucks. Um, and dating is great, 
Um, but you know, with the ups there come, with the high ups there come equally bad lows and downs. Um, and you know, uh, for me to be going through life, I have, uh, I'm not married yet, so I've obviously had some heartache and some things not work out for me. And I just kind of always thought like, what if I have heartbreak and I have to deal with that and then I have to go to work and share that with the entire world? That's really scary. Um, cause you know, like anyone who's ever been through any kind of breakup, like you kind of just feel like you want to crawl in a hole and die for a little bit. Um, and how much worse would that be if not only did you have to face yourself in those moments, but you had to face the entire rest of the world and the internet. And you know, the internet can sometimes be a pretty, um, a pretty harsh place with all the criticisms and in those super vulnerable moments in life where we're down anyway, I didn't know that I was strong enough to expose myself to people kicking a dog when it's down, so to speak. I just totally called myself a dog. That's okay! <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so when I started SourceFed originally, and I was a part-timer, I was in a relationship. And um, then when I became full-time, I was still in a relationship with the same person. And, you know, I considered maybe mentioning it, um, but I'm so glad I didn't because that relationship didn't work out. Um, and it sucked. Uh, you know, it's I, I feel like as you get older, breakups get harder. I'm sorry for everybody out there who has all these <laughs> glorious, awful breakups to look forward to in their lives. Um, but, you know, it does get harder because your expectations get higher. Um, you know, you start thinking realistically more and more like is this the person I'm gonna end up with and that's really high stakes so when that fails for me it makes me kind of feel like a failure um, and again that's what makes it so hard to share so when that relationship failed I was so thankful that I didn't tell anybody about it because um, work became my escape you know uh, when I go to work I'm able to watch movies and read comic books and play video games and do things that I really enjoy doing um, and having that is my little escape and like focus on my career and myself. When I was in that time of, you know, everything in my personal life outside of work was in turmoil, it was really nice to have that study at work where I kind of got to forget about it for a while. So I was really happy that I didn't share that. Um, you know, and also I was kind of feeling crummy about myself in that time. But um, the glass is always half full, not half empty, or at least that's the way I like to live my life. Um, so I picked myself back up. I actually started seeing a therapist because, um, uh, you know, I know that there, there's sometimes stigma associated with seeing a therapist, but really I just wanted someone to talk to that was completely objective. Any friends that give you advice about stuff, usually it's biased by their own wants and needs, whether they realize it or not. So it's nice to have like a completely objective third party to talk to. And uh, also I thought, you know, if I've had a handful of relationships and, and they didn't really work out, maybe it's not always the other person's fault. Maybe, you know, it takes two to tango and maybe I'm playing a role in this too. And if I am, can I identify what it is so that I can fix it for the future? Um, so pretty much I, I like to say that I had a broken picker. I was just, you know, picking people that really weren't really what I was looking for. And I would kind of convince myself that I thought they were. Um, but anyway, so I discovered that about me and got back out into the dating world and did that whole thing. Um, and I am in a relationship now, um, and it's going really well. So keep your fingers crossed for me. Um, I'll keep you guys posted on the status of that as that goes along from time to time. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I hope that when you guys think about love, it's with a positive outlook, even though sometimes it can feel kind of crummy. Really being in the early stages of dating when guys are opening doors still and, you know, girls are trying really hard to put, put on their best outfits or maybe open doors for guys. You know, whatever it is, the way that you show someone that you're putting energy into building a relationship. That's a really exciting, beautiful time. So enjoy that. And if you're in the part of a relationship where it's all snuggles and Netflix nights, then enjoy that. And if you're in a part of your life where it's all career and focus on me, and you really need that too, because otherwise you don't have anything to bring to a relationship. So anyway, reflect on the spot where you are and feel good about that because that's life. Um, and then while you're feeling all sorts of good, go out into the world and spread some love to somebody new. Um, and again, post that down in the comments below. Um, don't forget to like this video so that I can keep making more of them. And um, keep suggesting more topics for Naked Truth Vlogs. Uh, so my name is Trisha Hirschberger. Thank you guys so much for watching today's episode of The Naked Truth. I couldn't stop laughing at the very, very basic first rule of vlogging. Look at the camera. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone back in the day who reminded me to do that. And I'd like to think I've learned a bit since then when it comes to, you know, other things like speaking into the microphone. <laughs> so love, it's a huge topic. And I will break it down into more specifics like online dating and breakups in future episodes of The Naked Truth. But for this introductory episode, it was right around Valentine's Day. And so my thought was, you know, a lot of people tend to get sad around Valentine's Day if they don't have a romantic partner. But to me, Valentine's Day has always meant more than that. It's always been about family relationships and friendships and all different types of love, not just solely romantic love. So... I know that I mentioned that in this vlog, but I think that this still stands and definitely paying forward that familial or platonic love is something we should all remember to do as often as possible, especially right now that a lot of us are sheltered in place. The more we can connect and pay it forward with love, the better. But when it does come to talking about romance, um, it was really interesting to hear myself kind of you know, give a big swallow and an exhale and let it go. Because at that point in my career, I did not talk about my personal relationships. In fact, I didn't really talk about a lot of my personal life at all. Um, but as I mentioned, you know, I, I that was the whole spirit of The Naked Truth was to do this and do this honestly and connect with people in, in a very raw way. So I went for it. Um, now, at the time that I recorded this, I was about seven months into a relationship with my now husband, but at then, you know, still early stages of dating. And I sourced a part of this episode when I finally revealed that I was engaged many, many years later. But it's interesting to hear myself say things like, I hope it goes well, fingers crossed, you know, keep your fingers crossed for me. And thank you so much to everyone that did because it certainly worked out over the time. But um, a lot of the reason I didn't share my personal life, like I said in this vlog, is because just before that, while I was already on SourceFed, I went through a pretty nasty breakup. 
And it was a breakup that happened a little later in my adult life. So the stakes are higher. You're you're hoping for more and more out of each relationship, at least if you're someone who had the same priorities that I did, namely wanting stability in a family life at some point um, and specifically wanting children. So every time a breakup, especially a breakup of a relationship that's lasted for a while, which this one had, really, really hurts. And uh, we had been living together. So we had to deal with, you know, separating our our living situation as well as separating as a breakup. And it was pretty rough. And as rough as that breakup was, I was super grateful that I did not have to share that with everybody because I was really hurt. I was feeling very vulnerable. And sometimes while the internet can be a fantastic place and great for connection, sometimes it's also a place for people to hurt others just because they can anonymously and kind of see what that feels like. And I did not want to open myself up to that, which is then why I didn't talk about my new relationship, even though it was going really well. And even in this episode as much as I was like here we go I'm gonna say it I was still super vague and really protecting myself but even the fact that I did talk about it as much as I did is like I said thanks to therapy so yay therapy I had had a few relationships go sour in a similar fashion back to back to back and realized that you know it it could be partially my fault so let me just go talk to someone and see if I can help figure out patterns in my dating habits that are leading me to the same end over and over. And luckily, I did find a really awesome counselor that uh, helped me to realize that I was picking people who needed me in the relationship because of my own relationship insecurities. And that's why I was kind of falling into these more codependent and not quite as healthy relationships that most of which went sour in a similar fashion. So once I discovered that, I could start dating with different things in mind and different priorities. And that's how I met my now husband, Nate, who's fantastic. Um, But it was very scary dating him at first because he was so different from what I was used to. But anyway, another naked truth for another time. At this point, I want to bring in some of your comments that you sent in using the Anchor platform. So uh, here's the first one. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Naked Army and Dragon Riders. This is Shadex. My real name is Bo. And I just wanted to wish you all a wonderful day. And Trisha... Best of luck with this new podcast format. This is very exciting and I can't wait to listen to it and what interesting topics you might think about talking about. And this feature of sending in voice clips is also pretty great. So, yeah, all the best from Bo, a.k.a. Shadex. Proud Dragon Rider. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Shadex, for being so supportive. Usually the internet hates change, so I was very nervous to announce this. But uh, I'm glad that yourself and people like yourself are along for the ride. It means the world. This next one is from Thomas. Hi there, Trisha and fellow members of the Naked Army. Uh, this is Thomas. Uh, I'm, uh, this is my first uh, audio message um, for the Naked Truth podcast. And uh, 
since this is going to be about the subject of love, uh, I was just wondering if you uh, have any advice for someone who um, has never known romantic love but is looking for it. And uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my message. Okay, thanks. Ooh, advice for those who are new to love. Um, you know, for me, I, I just had to make my own mistakes and learn from it that way. But I would say at its most basic, think of romantic relationships just like platonic friendships, but with an added layer, like a super friendship, if you will. Um, it's a friendship where you are super attracted to the other person and they are super attracted to you. And that attraction needs to go both ways or else one of you will end up getting hurt in my experience. I am no relationship guru, but I can speak from the life that I have lived. And I had to, uh, kiss a lot of frogs to find my prince, as they say. And it's funny when I use that metaphor because I feel like it makes me sound like I, um, really got around town, which is not the case. I just had many failed relationships before I found the one that was right for me and it was a long learning process. Now some people are very lucky and the first people they get in the first person they get into a romantic relationship with is the person that they end up spending a whole lot of time with and that ends up being their person and that's awesome. That is not how it worked for me. Um, The other piece of advice I would say besides thinking of it like a friendship is be yourself as much as possible. Just like with any friendship, if you pretend to be someone you're not and then they think that you're somebody else, that can lead to hurt feelings and it's not really a real friendship or a real relationship at that point. So be as honest as you possibly can and you will find someone that likes you for you and that you like for them and eventually for many of us that happens but I it's one of the reasons why I really don't like those kind of dating gurus or dating coaches because they're instructing you to act in a way other than you normally would and are you going to keep that facade up for the rest of your life I mean I guess those dating gurus if you are looking for something quick uh, which a lot of times is taking advantage of someone um, then That could be a means to that end. But if you're really looking for a partner in life, then I don't know that that's going to serve you. Uh, Thank you for sending in that recording and being a part of this episode, Thomas. Next up, we have a message from David. The Naked Truth on Love. Well, here's one for you. How do we get ourselves out there in the first place? to actually make a real connection with someone, to find love. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Bar scene's not a healthy place to go. Church scene, eh, it's not going to happen. You go there, they do their little sermon thing, and then they leave. No one really hangs around. The work scene, eh, depending on your workplace, it could be uh, very difficult if there's not a healthy male-to-female ratio. So. Where do we go? What do we do to get ourselves out there and actually meeting single people? Well, when I've come to find out, it's just circumstantial. Circumstances aren't on your side, then you're simply just not going to meet anyone. At least that's the case for me. 
Where to meet people. This is something I struggled with myself as well. I had a little bit of luck on eHarmony out of all of the dating sites, um, but my husband was also on eHarmony and had no luck on it. So I think that's completely hit or miss. The most luck I ever had meeting people was in social groups. I know David had mentioned church-affiliated, maybe not meeting anyone during the service, but if your church has singles groups or any um, groups outside that do outside activities, etc. That might be a place to start. If your library has a book club or any, there are specific singles groups that are like day activities for singles or half day activities. I think there's one called events and adventures. That was something I was looking into for a while, but there wasn't one in my area, which was crazy. But it's the basic idea is you go out, say whitewater rafting or something for the day with 10 to 15 other people who all just happen to be single. And if, you know, at the end of the adventure, you've met someone that you want to keep in contact with, awesome. And if you haven't, at least you had a really nice time and met some cool people. So I feel like that's a nice low pressure way to not only get to know new people, but do something fun as well. Uh, I also recommend online forums. So uh, if you're all a member of a fan club or a specific forum for a video game, at least you know that person has some like interests to you. Dating at conventions or speed dating at conventions is a similar idea where you might have some similar interests to people, which is great because again, I like to think of romantic relationships as friendships with that extra layer. So having stuff in common is really awesome. Overall, I feel like I've had the most successful introductions to people that have become successful relationships through mutual friends. So getting out and about and meeting people and having friends of yours who know you best set you up with other people is sometimes a good way to go. My now husband was set up with me through a mutual friend. Um, or I should say introduced to me through a mutual friend. And then we kind of took it from there on our own. It wasn't a specific setup, but the relationship I had before that we worked together. And then that was part of what made that breakup so sticky is, you know, I ended up leaving that job because I didn't want to have to see that person. And same thing goes if you're dating people that live in your apartment building, anyone that's very close to you very consistently is going to be great while you're together, but keep in mind, you're going to have to see that person a lot if it doesn't work out, and that could be rather awkward, so you might want to have an escape plan if if that is the case. Um, But yeah, I mean, as far as where to meet people, I would say just put yourself out there in various groups or online groups if you're more comfortable with that, and just introduce yourself to people with the expectation that you will make friends. And if any of those friends become super friends, as I like to say, then congratulations. But that's where I would start. Thank you so much, David, for that message. And really, thank you to everyone who sent in audio messages to be a part of the podcast. I appreciate you so much. If you want to do that for a future episode, you can do so on anchor.fm slash Trisha hyphen Hirschberger, and you can send messages up to one minute in length. So any kind of questions or commentary that you want to be part of a future episode, I would love to have it. The next few episodes that we will be talking about on The Naked Truth are moving to LA, toys and collectibles, bullying, and acting. So feel free to send in any questions or comments on those topics and you just may hear them on a future episode. So at this point, 
I just want to say a huge thank you to Ridian Morgan for being an official supporter of this episode of The Naked Truth and to all of those who are listening and sharing this thing with friends, this brand new podcast. You are the best. I appreciate you. Self-reflect on the love that you currently have in your life and go out and share it with the world. This has been The Naked Truth.